Hey everybody, we're back with another version of Flock and Gather. This is actually going to be the last in the first series I'm doing with my friend Vanessa Kukendall. You guys know her from our previous podcast. She's one of the chief operators at Market Defense. Can, can I say you know everything about Amazon or does no one know everything about Amazon? I don't think anyone does, even the people who work there. Uh, there's just always too much happening over there for anyone to know anything. But I think I know enough. Yeah, you do. Well, we'll call it job security anyways. But well, welcome back, Vanessa. How are you? Thank you, Alan. So good to talk to you again. You love too. to talk you, to you about Amazon and beauty. Also, I, I love everything Amazon. I love everything beauty. I know it's, I always say it was akin to the way it was when Massage Envy kind of took over the massage end of the spa business. And people said, well, we don't like Massage Envy. They actually use different words to talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but you end up embracing them because they do a lot of things for commerce, massage envy, read Amazon, mm-hmm. and you're not going to get away without dealing with them, correct? Correct. And I think, you know, if anything, they probably brought attention to a service that people thought was inaccessible to them or that didn't, wasn't applicable to them. And now, you know, so many of us now recognize that massage and other treatments are so important for our health. And so I think Amazon did something similar in that they made it so convenient that people thought, well, I don't need e-commerce. I don't need an online marketplace. I like going to the store. But now they've realized, well, this is convenient. This does add benefits to my life in that I can either shop in my pajamas or just the other day, it was my, my niece's bridal shower. And Uh, what I thought I had received as a gift was not appropriate at all. So I had to quickly pivot and was able to get something from Amazon, you know, in, in um, overnight it changed. It was, I was able to meet my deadline, go to my event. She was very happy. I was very happy. That wouldn't have happened for me. Um, Even just a few years ago, I would have had to go be in the, you know, midnight driving around looking for a store that was open. So it's those kind of benefits that I think we can't Um, turn down. And I think there's a good blending. I'm a fan of both, right? As I've told Mm -hmm. you, I like to go to the Ace Hardware and support them down the block. But when I wanted to order turmeric with Boswelli in it, and you can't easily find it at the store, and I go on Amazon and it says, we can deliver it later today, or you can go to 22 lockers in the Phoenix area and, and get it. Wow. Yes. Yes. See, it's it's that kind of, you can't beat them for assortment and convenience. Now they've got a lot to learn about personalization, a <laughs> lot to learn about um, how to deliver messaging, how to help brands fix their pricing. They've got a lot of things that, they, that they're not doing great yet, but there's a couple of things they're doing well. Um, we are sitting here in, um, well, it's early December of 2021, and one can argue all day long how crazy the last year and a half or two, is it two years now almost, have been, but we're heading into holiday, and I'm guessing that's a unique time in its own frame to talk about Amazon and holidays and et cetera. So g- give me some ideas. Give us, our listeners, some things off the top of your head that you're thinking sure. about. You know, I think um, for us in the Amazon business, um, we were really looking to see what uh, November would bring. Uh, Amazon did start their holiday messaging early. So it was October when we were starting to see some promotions. In the beauty world, we had the October Beauty Hall that started in October. They were really making an effort to bring customers to the site early. 
um, partly because they, as everyone is experiencing their supply chain issues, and there's also ingredient shortage issues. Um, so in the beauty world, there are some slowdowns in inventory. And I think the Amazon was thinking, let's get ahead of this and try and spread out holiday a little bit, um, encourage people to shop early, um, and then maybe we won't be in such a bottleneck um, in December. So I think um, it was it was a smart move. There wasn't a lot of traction from it, honestly, but I think what it did do was start the conversation, bring people to, um, to start thinking about buying the holiday. So what we have found in the last, uh, since Black Friday, Cyber Monday, is there was a slowdown in Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales, um, possibly because sales are now being spread out over the longer period. They started earlier. Um, and category-wise, I'm happy to give you some insights, but I think overall what we're seeing is that there was a slowdown in traffic and probably most businesses on Amazon are flat to negative uh, 10 or 15%. Um, 2020 was a crazy year. Uh, business was through the roof, so probably not uh, to be expected to be repeated. Um, but there's some categories that did really well. Okay, let me bring our listeners. That's a mouthful and I appreciate that. <laughs> so let's uh, bring our listeners up today. So promos started early. I mean, obviously something you could do in your brick and mortars as well, right? There doesn't need, as we always say, a holiday is every day that ends in a Y. Yes. So that they started early also is a testament to the power of getting people to be able to buy early. Right from Amazon. Okay. Right. What's right. for those who don't know? What's the Beauty Hall? So the Beauty Hall was an event that Amazon put together where they had several influencers, um, mostly uh, uh, Instagram and TikTok influencers, and also lots of reality TV stars that now also have uh, an influencer business. And they brought them to the Amazon Live platform where they did live streaming and they talked about their favorite products and a customer was able to shop directly from that live stream and receive a discount during the um, during that live stream event and sometimes for a couple hours after. Do you know that that almost sounds like, what, what's the buy on TV channel, HSN? Yes, um, HSN? yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, it's really different. It's, it's, every generation, it seems to reinvent something from retail and think it's theirs. Um, but yes, it does feel like the infomercials of the past or even home shopping in that you're doing live streaming. And, you know, elsewhere, like in China, live streaming is the number one way to shop. For us, we're still catching up over here. So I think there's still going to be that we still need some time before live streaming becomes a major way that we shop. It's a little bit niche right now. So that's why I, the numbers weren't huge. Um, even the traffic of it from it wasn't huge, but it was a nice way to start the holiday season. You also mentioned that sales were flat to slightly negative. Mm -hmm. um, supply chain ingredients. Oh, we know that all this stuff doesn't really seem like it's going to, as I heard this morning while I was working out on the news and they're saying there's still a record number of ships off LA and Long Beach that are not unloading. This is a direct effect on our beauty business, isn't it? It is. Right now we are seeing the benefit of it because um, a lot of brands' websites and other D2C businesses are either out of stock or short on some items. And so 
customers are coming to Amazon to purchase. So right now we've had a really good amount of business in the categories that are hot. Some categories did not see that slowdown. Overall, there was a slowdown, but if we were to dig into categories, fragrance was a hot category. They did very well over Black Friday and Cyber Monday and looked to be one of the stars coming out of holiday this year. And also color has done really well, especially the lip category coming out of holiday. So um, those categories, I'm seeing a lift across the board, but I know that that lift is not sustainable because those brands are due to go out of stock. So I think um, right now the business looks okay because brands are selling through inventory, but business might become really tight in the next couple of weeks. Um, two quick stories that relate to this. I'd love for you to comment on both of them. The first one is we have a friend in our industry who, who uh, has the master distribution rights for a product that comes out of Fiji. They've never had any supply chain problems and didn't during the last year and a half. And all of a sudden, eight weeks ago, he had two containers sitting on the docks where their brokers just said, there are no trailers to pick this up and bring it to you in Denver. And they sat there and they sat there and they sat. And finally, they ended up moving them to a dry warehouse, having to unpack them, put them onto regular trucks, not the container uh, trucks, and truck them up to, to uh, Denver. And it cost 2000 extra on top of everything else per container. Yeah, that's that's been tough. I've heard that story in, in different uh, ways over the last few weeks, people are getting um, desperate and finding ways to, to unpack things. But you know who's also feeling that is Amazon, because brands will do all that they can, spend all this money to get the product there. And it is sitting in the cross stocking centers. I've got product that's still sitting there for three to four weeks now, still has not been entered into the FBA pipeline into the fulfillment by Amazon pipeline. So even though everyone's doing their best to get the product there, even Amazon is having those those headaches and you would think that, you know, that they would be able to manage it, but they themselves are having those headaches as well. Um, do you know, it's interesting. Do you think when you talk to your clients uh, about this, are they having soft shoulders understanding this is it, <laughs> or is the stress level so oh elevated it's making people pull their hair out? Oh, Ellen, I wish, I wish we all had, you know, kind of well, this is how it is kind of resignation, but we don't. Um, yeah, I've noticed some real high levels of anxiety across my partners. They're, they're getting, you know, they're also getting that, um, the maybe not a, a, a brow beating, but they certainly have, have very um, involved and engaged um, private equity partners, mm -hmm. very engaged boards who are asking them, you know, well, we, we created the product, we produced it. Why isn't it selling? We know you've got the units and it's hard to um, explain where the units are because I honestly, sometimes I can't, I don't even know where the units are. <laughs> you know, they are there. I think I have an idea of where they're sitting, but um, you know, once uh, you know, that, that, that is an issue. So yeah, you're right. I wish we all were, you know, it used to be like, you could just look at each other and go, well, we're just selling lipstick, you know, but I think everyone feels that uh, feels a little bit more um, yeah. sense of urgency than that. Um, one other negative, and then I want to share a positive story. I've also had uh, a number of vendor friends in the industry who are talking to their clients about increase and literally the spot channel is saying increase. We're looking for a deal. We want a deal over. And there is a real uh, 
um, mixed emotion here about how to raise prices, but every all their clients are asking for a discount. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that too. I think um, it's funny because in the prestige and luxury categories, you would have never talked about promotional uh, efforts or promotional pricing um, you know, just a few years ago. And now the prestige and luxury customer um, expects a little deal. You know, so even brands that had never thought about discounting um, certainly are doing uh, friends and family events. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a, so, it's an interesting time. I think we've talked about this before. I'm a Porsche driver. I mm-hmm. love them. I stopped in. I dropped my car off for service, and they're sitting on the showroom is a 911 S Targa, brand new M. I'm not buying it. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's in someone else's price range. It's I think priced at 269. So plus. Mm-hmm tax and everything else, it's probably 325,000 out the door. Do you know that the the uh, sales guy down there told me that 269 car was 169 last year? Wow. And they sell every single one they get in at a hundred grand more than it was a year ago. Wow. That's so amazing. there's still a customer who will pay the price. It just doesn't matter what it is, right? It's very true. And you know, we are fortunate in our category that once you're hooked on a cleanser that solves your acne problems or a serum yep. that solves your eye wrinkles problem, you are hooked. And until another product comes in and substitutes you, that that that's a solution for you, you're going to be hooked. So yes, that's one of the reasons why brands did not feel the need to discount because the customer was so engaged. But I'll tell you, Al, there are so many new brands, and I'm sure you've seen this, that there, there's so many new independent brands, there's so many celebrity-backed brands. The customer is inundated with brands, and they are they are moving around. They are not as brand loyal as they were. They're certainly category loyal, and they're certainly solution oriented, but they may not be as brand loyal. So I think brands are feeling the the pinch and thinking about ways to create loyalty, um, whether it's loyalty programs or maybe sprinkling in a discount here and there. Yeah, loyalty to me is everything because I, as I say, with all of our vendor partners, we always say, keep your messaging super short. It's got to get down to kind of see it, like it, buy it, because there is so much data that is clogging people's brains up today. You almost have like a millisecond to kind of get their uh, attention. Would you say that's the same thing with Amazon? Do people hop around and they go here and they right? They don't sit steady anywhere and read everything on every page. Absolutely. One of the things that I that a really interesting metric that came out of this Black Friday, Friday Cyber Monday is that the mobile shopper is up almost 11% from last year. So that means that customers are shopping more and more on their mobile for products on Amazon that they are on their desktop. And that there's also numbers that people are shopping both on their mobile and their desktop. That also increased. So as you're looking at both devices, you find something on your mobile, you get up and you go to your laptop because maybe like me, you don't have 20-year-old eyes and you need to look <laughs> at it on a big screen, or maybe you just enjoy that, that experience. But in any case, you know, brands really have to shift how they present their product because how you look on a feed looks very different. On a feed, the first thing that pops up is the images. On a desktop, what pops up is the images and the and the titles and bullets alongside you. So yes, people have to shift up because customer, you're like you said, is shopping. They're just scanning, 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 scanning. And so you have to give them something to stop on. 
We're speaking today with Vanessa Kukendall. She is at, it's marketdefense.com. You need to go find them. They are an amazing group. Vanessa's amazing. So they, they are, if it's about Amazon and you, you need help marketing and, and uh, strategizing, they are the go-to company in our industry. In the last couple minutes, Vanessa, I wanna, I wanna ask you a couple more things. I said I was gonna have a positive because we talked about the yes. negative. I have a friend in the nail business. They manufacture nail polish. And I have to tell you, Amazon to them, because the pro market's great. It probably supports some retail sales, but they have talked about how going on Amazon with people will buy, they make 140 colors. People will buy anything. They don't care what you're out of stock on. They don't return anything. Amazon for them has been amazing for their company over the last couple of years. I'm so happy to hear that. I think there are some bright spots. Definitely um, nails, who which had you know a bit of a slowdown when spas and salons were closing up during pandemic, has definitely shifted to an at-home customer. Um, I know that sp- that the spas are open again and people are enjoying getting their nails done, but they are still continuing to buy nail colors at home on Amazon. That's a very exciting category. And I also think fragrance, which also had a tough time during the pandemic as people were not interested maybe in in a, a fragrance wardrobe when they were not leaving the house as much. And now um, things have returned semi back to normal, but also I think customers are just uh, thinking of self-care fragrances way up this year. So, so happy to see that that's a category that had a tough time and is now um, coming going back. I had one brand over 600% for Cyber Monday. Um, so in fragrance. So, you know, I, I'm excited about that category. I think there is an irony to the fact that you actually don't have to smell a fragrance to decide you like it, because if the words are written correctly, just like with a bottle of wine or a good cigar or something else, sometimes there's enough there for people to go, that's talking my language. I'm buying it. Yes, um, yes. My my last question today, what can you give us a very quick overall on what, what happens through the turn of the holiday? It's New Year, there's orders, there returns. What goes on in the Amazon world over the next four or five weeks? You know, it'll continue to be a strong business, um, even in through January, as people start redeeming their gift cards, their Amazon gift cards, and they're going to also be making some exchanges. Now, Amazon's very uh, liberal with their return policy, so and they have extended it this year into the end of January. So people have time to make other choices if they want to return an exchange. Um, but I think we'll see that that uh, customers stay strong through January. Also, you know, Amazon does a lot of New Year, New You efforts. So I think. Um, you know, thinking about people making choices. Um, we also represent a couple brands in the weight loss category. Um, we're looking to see some increase there as everybody has resolutions in place. But so January will continue to be a strong month. And then February, we go into Valentine's Day. So I'm very hopeful again that that fragrance category will continue to be a big winner for it us. It comes quick. And by the way, no one needs to wait for the end of the year for weight loss. Okay. Um, Just look at yeah. the amount of food on a plate in the United States these days, weight loss should be all the time, but that's a story we will cover on another day. You and I are going to do this again in January when we can talk about how the, uh, the year ended friends, please reach out to Vanessa. She's at market 
defense.com if you are engaged in Amazon at all, and you should be, uh, they are the go-to company. Vanessa, I, I love so much talking to you. We're going to do one of these by video in person one of these days when I get up to Seattle. Or I would love come, it. You can come down to Arizona. You know, it is warm and sunny 310 days a year down here. So uh, I'm booking my flight now. You make up that down. couch. I'll be there in a minute. We do. We have two extra bedrooms in the house. You can have both of them. Okay. <laughs> Great. I'll bring a friend. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, I love talking to you and I wish you uh, the best through the Christmas season. Thank you to you as well. Thank you so much, Ellen. Thank you. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another.